everyone, you're listening to Rags Talks. I'm Harris Raga, and we're back with a new episode. Woohoo! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry that I make that noise every single time we do this because I'm just I'm just happy that I've got myself up. I've got that lazy raga up and I'm I've I'm doing an episode. I'm walking towards the goal of making episodes, so here we are today. Okay, so this is part of the Netflix documentary series. Um, if you're hearing this, then this is probably the third episode that I've published on some documentaries that I'm reviewing. And today's ep- today's series is, it's not a series, it's a documentary, um, is A Social Dilemma on Netflix. So let's get into it. Right, first things first, I felt I was watching this and this is like, it wasn't as long as the other ones that I've done. Um, Daughters of Destiny was like a really long thing and then there was Decoding Bill Gates, which was shorter. Um, and then Social Dilemma was just like an hour and a half and it was all it was all cool, except the fact that I felt like it was directly aimed at me. <laughs> but it, it, Social Dilemma is about how they explain to us on how... Um, social media works and how they target people so it's more the ethical side of being on social media and people's mental health i know there's a lot on like you know people being perfect on social media like i i am not um to be honest for myself as an example um if, if i had to like if i look at someone and i see them really successful and i kind of feel like a dustbin because i haven't done as much as, as they've done i kind of look back into myself I, I look at myself and i'm like okay raga if you were someone who was who was not like you know he was new to your social media account then how would you how would you think about yourself if you had to see your account from others' eyes. And looking at it, it would make me feel like I'm a really, really like happy person who loves dancing, who does podcasts and who's, you know, having a good time. But in reality, it might or might not be the truth. <laughs> no, it is the truth. But but blah 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 blah. It doesn't mean that I'm doing that 24-7. Well, I, I do have bad days, but it's just the fact that I don't post the bad days and I guess this is the same for everyone. Um so it kind of points out that aspect of things um though we all know this it goes into deeper subconscious level facts and things and it is amazing okay social dilemma i really liked it because you know it kind of shows you how social media works example if you like something it shows you how it kind of like makes you see the same content again and again and making you reach more extreme more extremities of those likes that you have um that is why someone said that this generation of people have more extremes so they're either super right or they're super left um either either they're very pro something or pro another thing which are completely exact opposites and there are no very less middle people and this could be due to the contribution that social media has taken because i think we all observe um and i've like observed it so many times when you like food videos you keep getting recommended food if you like educational videos you get recommended educational at the same time if you like leftist views probably you'll get more leftist videos if you get if you like more writers views you get writers videos so it's the same for everything um and also one more thing that i really really liked about why you know social media fake news can be really also another yeah definitely another aspect could be about fake news like if someone tells you a story on social media it's obviously i just think there's a real fact checker there because we just you know we all put it on our stories this 
okay this is a famous example I, I think many of you can relate to it this was about this Zamata so, so this was this, this is Zamata Delivery guy who kind of delivered something to this woman and he hit her on her on her nose and she was bleeding and she immediately made a video and everyone I, this was in India and everyone put put it on their stories saying how this delivery guy was just misbehaving with her and everything and there was and they were like I, I I still remember that day I saw like loads of stories and I kind of felt empathetic towards I, I felt sympathetic towards her as well and I did feel a bit of you know anger towards celery guy like who beats up a customer um and then the thing re- revealed was he didn't actually beat her up instead I think I do not know the whole story I might have to you know keep my facts in check but there wasn't any fault of the delivery guy and there was some fault on the on the woman's side and this was a big issue and people had to repost again on what had happened but the fact that this like they had to you know as soon as a woman just uploaded something they just put it on us on their stories and all of this has happened and the backlash that the delivery guys faced and everything it kind of you know if you see this there's a lot of controversy and um, a lot of scope for fake news just being viral um and okay this is a case this is just just an example of what has happened but definitely during epidemics like covid (laughs) a very famous example um i remember reading this news article on how like i don't know i think this is somewhere in 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 the um, uh in the middle east that people read this in some whatsapp forwards and they thought alcohol actually meant alcohol in sanitizers and they've drank bottles of sanitizers and they've they've died which is a very bad thing um but it's just you know also we we do see loads of whatsapp forwards but the thing i think the difference is whatsapp is more like person to person whereas and it's also made of people you know so there's only um a list of contacts that i can spread to it it can things can still spread but not as fast as instagram i'd say with private accounts and stuff um also, one more really interesting aspect they've gone through was Snapchat dysmorphia. Um, and I really enjoyed that one as well. Like, people looking at themselves in filters. And, um, you know, how Snapchat has, like, so many filters. They, they've got so used to looking, them at fil- looking themselves in at, like, through filters that they've kind of wanted... They've gone to plastic surgeons to actually get those filters, like, to have that look on their face. Um which is their personal choice i think but at the same time if they're kind of you know if if there are many people in the population that think that people who you know take pictures and filters actually look like that in real life it isn't the truth like i take i take so many pictures on with filters on if you see if you if any of you saw me in real life you would know that i do not look like that um but it makes a lot of sense and how people want to be better looking every single day because of this um bad not bad but hmm, dangerous i'd say dangerous beauty thresholds that these kind of apps set up um well i'm a contributor too because of using such a filter but yeah i mean i guess we're all contributors at, at some point but there's there's always a difference between being healthily using filters and you know dissociating with them and not really obsessing on one's beauty and one's appearance um but yeah this is called snapchat dysmorphia by the way such a good term i'd say and 
it's also about persuasive technology and tagging people photos oh my god this is a big thing right okay so my sister has an instagram account not many people know about that because i created it and it was not my sister who wanted it but i've created it using my dad's email id because at that point my sister didn't have her own gmail account and when i did that my because she obviously she wouldn't open her gmail her instagram account because she doesn't want like she doesn't own it but um whenever i open my dad's emails which i do because i get a few emails from his goes to my uh, yeah yeah something about that but i open them and i always see notifications for her to like actually open her account and like see these people's photos that she follows and it's kind of like a persuasive technology like they kind of want you to be there all the time which they are successful with me by the way <laughs> um which i have to stop but yeah it's kind of like you know tagging photos oh this is an interesting example they they mentioned in this series that example when you get tags in a photo and you get an email saying that you're tagged if you don't actually have you know you go and check in it or i think this is probably most for facebook that you get like a like an email saying you got tagged in a photo but they never actually show you the photo in the email as an attachment but they just give you the link for the photo that you've been tagged in so you can actually go to facebook to that place so that they can sell your data for advertisement advertisements um and okay at the end they kind of mentioned gen z gen z which other people have been born after 1996 as um more fragile um generation because of obviously that i've mentioned about snapchat dysmorphia and kind of self-doubts and problems and they think this is attributed and this could be just because of the contributions that social media has given but at the same time they've kind of mentioned the pros of actually having social media and things like that but i don't know overall i do not like i don't think i'm going to give away the whole episode in today's podcast but i'd say it's a defo watch um social dilemma it's on netflix it is a cool thing it, it kind of makes you you know social media is all for me at least it's often been been a very happy space but it kind of makes you rethink your decisions and it kind of makes you feel like it's a really scary place to be at so yeah those are the warnings but have a nice day peeps i will come back with another episode Woo-hoo! and yeah tune in for more bye